0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 672. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Genesis with chapter 27. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with the story of Jacob and Esau, and you may remember that by this point, Jacob and Esau were brothers. They were twins. Esau born a little bit before his brother, Jacob. And Jacob was born holding on to the heel of Esau. And so they called him Jacob, which means to grasp the heel or to contend with. And Esau is ruddy or red. And so they have had some problems. One is daddy's boy and one is mama's boy. Esau is a hunter and his father's favorite. And Jacob likes to be around the tents and he's his mother's favorite. And one day Esau came home hungry and sold his birthright for some stew. And so he didn't hold that in very high regard. That sort of sets us up to this one. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak that he could no longer see. He called for Esau, his older son, and said to him, my son. Here I am, he answered. Isaac said, I am now an old man and I don't know the day of my death. Now then, get your equipment, your quiver and bow, and go out to the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare me the kind of tasty food that I like and bring it to me to eat so that I will give you my blessing before I die. Now, Rebekah was listening as Isaac spoke to his son Esau. When Esau left for the open country to hunt game and bring it back, Rebecca said to her son Jacob, Look, I overheard your father saying to your brother Esau, Bring me some game and prepare me some tasty food to eat, so that I may give you my blessing in the presence of the Lord before I die. Now, my son, listen carefully and do what I tell you. Go out to the flock and bring me two young goats, so I can prepare some tasty food for your father just the way he likes it. Then take it to your father to eat, so that he may give you his blessing before he dies. Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, But my brother Esau is a hairy man, while I have smooth skin. What if my father touches me? I would appear to be tricking him, and would bring down a curse on myself rather than a blessing. His mother said to him, My son, let the curse fall on me. Just do what I say. Go and get them for me." So he went and got them and brought them to his mother, and she prepared some tasty food just the way his father liked it. Then Rebekah took the best clothes of Esau, her older son, which she had in the house, and put them on her younger son, Jacob. She also covered his hands and the smooth part of his neck with goat skins. Then she handed to her son Jacob the tasty food and the bread she had made. He went to his father and said, My father. Yes, my son, he answered. Who is it? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may give me your blessing. Isaac said to his son, how did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord your God gave me success, he replied. Then Isaac said to Jacob, come near so I can touch you, my son, to know whether you Really are my son Esau or not? Jacob went close to his father Isaac, who touched him and said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him, for his hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau. So he proceeded to bless him. Are you really my son Esau, he asked. I am, he replied. Then he said, My son, bring me some of your game to eat, so that I may give you my blessing. Jacob brought it to him, and he ate. And he brought some wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come here, my son, and kiss me. So he went to him and kissed him. When Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you heaven's dew and earth's richness, an abundance of grain and new wine. May nations serve you and peoples bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers, and may the sons of your mother bow down down to you. May those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. After Isaac finished blessing him and Jacob had scarcely left his father's presence his brother Esau came in from hunting. He too prepared some tasty food and brought it to his father. Then he said to him, "My father, please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may give me your blessing." His father asked him, "Who are you?" "I am your son," he answered, "your firstborn, Esau." Isaac trembled violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it just before you came in, and I blessed him, and indeed he will be blessed. When Esau heard his father's words, he burst out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me too, my father. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. Esau said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob? Jacob. This is the second time he has taken advantage of me. He took my birthright, and now he's taken my blessing. Then he asked, haven't you reserved any blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, I have made him lord over you and have made all his relatives his servants, and I have sustained him with grain and new wine. So what can I possibly do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Do you have only one blessing, my father? Bless me too, my father. Then Esau wept aloud. His father Isaac answered him, Your dwelling will be away from the earth's richness, away from the dew of heaven above. You will live by the sword, and you will serve your brother, but when you grow restless, you will throw his yoke from off your neck. Esau held a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. He said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. When Rebekah was told what her older son Esau had said, she sent for her younger son Jacob and said to him, Your brother Esau is planning to avenge himself by killing you. Now then, my son, do what I say. Flee at once to my brother Laban in Haran. Stay with him for a while until your brother's fury subsides." When your brother is no longer angry with you and forgets what you did to him, I'll send word for you to come back from there. Why should I lose you both in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm disgusted with living because of these Hittite women. If Jacob takes a wife from among the women of this land, from Hittite women like these, my life will not be worth living. So, Jacob, which again means to grasp the heel, it's an idiom for he deceives, we really see in this story Jacob the deceiver. Now, this will become ironic in the next couple chapters, and you'll see why. And it's interesting because Esau says, well, this is the second time he has done this to me. Well, the first time, it was quite open and honest. Basically, Jacob said, sure, I'll give you some stew, you give me your birthright. And he said, yes. You can't really blame that on Jacob, but this absolutely is deception. Now, it's deception instigated by his mother, but it's still deception. He still is lying to his father and stealing the blessing. Now, the blessing is an interesting thing because we talk about the firstborn and the younger son, we're talking minutes here, right? They are twins. They are the same age except for those few minutes but those few minutes make a big difference in this culture where you don't split everything every generation between the sons because otherwise then you have nothing and so the older son is going to get more and the older son in this case is going to get the blessing and and just the older son right there's not the same kind of blessing for the younger son and so you know Esau's question seems very reasonable don't you have more than one blessing. I'm thinking, as I pray for my children, I pray for both of my children, and one is older, but I don't pray for that one to be blessed over the other one, or you know, plan on splitting when I die that the older one gets everything and the younger one gets, gets little. Uh, that's just not the way we do things now, but that is what's going on here at this time. And so this blessing is very important. These words aren't just words. They're they're more important than just the same. We use the same thing, blessing, for, like, to say a blessing in a meal and things like that, and we lose the fact that these words are important, that Isaac has a connection to God, and he is calling on God to do something that God will do. And it's interesting, even as Jacob is pretending to be his brother, when he talks about God, he says, your God. Uh, He doesn't say our God. He doesn't say my God. He says, your God. This is still the God of Abraham and Isaac that we're talking about in this particular chapter. For another chapter, we'll see that change. But for now, it is Isaac that has a relationship with God, Isaac who has had God speak to him at least on one occasion, has heard the voice of God speaking through an angel at least on another occasion when he was strapped to an altar. And I do want to underline that his words are important because I think words are more important sometimes than we act like they are. They can do more damage than we act like they can. It is important that we put value in the words we say. And it's interesting to say that in the context of this story where the deceiver is the one who wins. Now, the deceiver will get his comeuppance in a little bit, but it is still important for the people of God to value truth. There are many different places in the Bible that talk about, you know, the value of truth and the fruit that comes out of our mouth. But it's an odd place to bring it up at this point because We're going to be talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So this Jacob is going to be very important. And the one thing that we can say in his favor is that with the birthright, for instance, that he put more value on it. In this case, I don't know if there's anything we can say in his favor. (laughs) But for some reason, God is choosing to work with this guy. And the only thing I think that that is encouraging is... That Even when we look at the people in the Bible and we see their flaws, we know that God can work in and through people who are people, who are people like you and me, who have good days, who have bad days, who have good character, who have bad character, who are honest, and sometimes, yes, who are deceivers. Doesn't mean he encourages us to do that, but there you go. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at Podcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening.